0: I'm Elizabeth and you're listening to the Cloud and Sec Learning Podcast. This was originally written by Andre Camillo. It does not matter whether you are rich or poor, fan of Linux, Apple, Microsoft, or any other big tech company, it also matters not if you have formal IT education or are self-taught. The fact is, open source is good, but it's not without its risks. And in 2022, all big companies know this too, including ones that had issues with open source in the past. Of course this is most notable with open source software, (OSS), but I will not discuss this topic. In this article one want to explore how open source, in general, benefits threat intelligence in the field of information security. First let's touch on the concept of open source, then touch on threat intelligence and then finally make a point on how they benefit each other. The concept of open source is simple a collaborative piece of information that can be utilized according to the terms specified by the authors. This does not mean open source is always free, nor without a cost. Many times, open source is attached to specialists' free time, and so projects relying on open source information will be tied to the maintainer's ability to provide updates. This is when, often, maintainers end up getting support from the community that their open source project benefits making them able to dedicate more of their time to the project, back to the community. In any case, when it comes to open source, Linux is a big example, and there's no better example of open source that is not free, than Red Hat. And this is how they define the topic. Open source software is released through a specific kind of license that makes its source code legally available to end users. There are many such licenses, but typically software is considered open source if, It is available in source code form without additional cost, meaning users can view the code that comprises the software and make any kind of changes to it they want. The source code can be repurposed into other new software, meaning anyone can take the source code and distribute their own program from it. Open source software does not necessarily mean that executable software is given away for free. It does, however, mean that its source code is available for free. If you want more details around the licensing for open source and even more details, check out the written article. But what are the benefits? It is somewhat obvious why students and small companies would like and adopt open source since the cost is almost always free and it allows for flexibility and customization. But why do enterprises like open source so much? In short, they allow for community-driven innovation and technological evolution with tested code. IBM explores the subject in this way. Enterprise open source is more than just open source, it's an integration of a single permissively licensed open source library that is run on open source. To be enterprise open source, a product has to be tested, adjusted, and examined for security flaws by a security team who can respond to security issues. Enterprise open-source also has convenient features, such as single sign-on, SSO, and integration with SSO platforms and directory management. Why does open-source thrive despite lack of funds? Red Hat explains it. The open-source way is so effective because it can attract tremendous technical talent. Much of the innovation in technology is taking place in the open-source community, and people all over the world end up using open-source software. Behind many popular websites and applications you can find projects like Linux, Kubernetes, and Git, and people access the internet with open source browsers like Firefox and Chromium. Okay, so open source software versus intelligence. When it comes to open source intelligence for security, how does it differ from open source software explained above? And how is it similar? It's similar in the sense that it's free, openly available on the internet to anyone. It's very important to note that information on internet and even in the deep web are considered open source intelligence. This is because there is an important discussion regarding openness when the topic is intelligence, for means of transparency no information must be acquired without it being public. The intelligence portion of it is then defined by the US public law is produced from publicly available information, is collected, analyzed, and disseminated in a timely manner to an appropriate audience, addresses a specific intelligence requirement according to a recorded future, a threat intelligence organization, information can also be considered open source if it is published or broadcast for a public audience, for example, news media content, available to the public by request, for example, Census data, available to the public by subscription or purchase, for example, industry journals. Could be seen or heard by any casual observer. Made available at a meeting open to the public. Obtained by visiting any place or attending any event that is open to the public of course with great power comes great responsibility, and so at the same time OSINT benefits blue teams, it also benefits attackers. It's a double-edged sword that must be wielded by the defense team, ain't that ironic? Open source intelligence is widely shared by the InfoSec community, I follow a number of professionals on Twitter, and they are fast to share new OSINT to followers and everyone else. I share, retweet as much as possible too. And whilst there are a number of IOCs and IOAs that are shared via places like mentioned before, there is information that is made available utilizing tools too. OSINT can be acquired, passively actively by means of different tools. Recorded Future documented some of them in this article. Google Dorks as a legitimate tools for finding information I find it quite amazing, really, to see how much information is available using such a common tool, don't you too? At the end, it does not matter if you are a blue or a red teamer, you must utilize open source intelligence if your attackers are too, and they sure are. Finally, OSINT can be gathered by Information Sharing and Analysis Organizations, ISAO, Information Sharing Analysis Centers, ISAC, InfraGuard. InfraGuard is a partnership between the Federal Bureau of Investigation, FBI, and members of the private sector for the protection of U.S. critical infrastructure. Through seamless collaboration, InfraGuard connects owners and operators within critical infrastructure to the FBI, to provide education, information sharing, networking, and workshops on emerging technologies and threats. And that's it on today's episode, hopefully it's given you a good idea on what OSINT is and why it's important to your threat modeling. Check cloudnsec.com for more content and medium.com slash Camillo, with double L, for more cloud and security articles. Thank you, talk to you again soon.